Hello good human and welcome or welcome back to the Sunshine Project podcast. My name is Chloe, I am your host and I used to post a lot online about how much I love my body, about how much I love my squishy tummy and how much I love the stretch marks on my legs and how much I love my frizzy hair. And all of those posts and all of that messaging was about body positivity and self-love. And when I say I used to post about those things, it is not that I don't post about those things anymore because I don't believe them, because I do believe them, spoiler alert. It's because I've moved a little bit away from body positivity and a little bit closer to body neutrality instead. And you might be wondering, what is the difference? What does that mean? What are you telling me? Well, my love, we are going to be delving into all of that and more in this week's edition of The Sunshine Project, because this week, you and I are talking all things body. We're talking body positivity, body neutrality, body acceptance, self-love, self-care, how to look at yourself in the mirror and do a little smile instead of a little frown, we are going into all of it. We're delving deep into all of it. And I'm very much looking forward to this. It's actually maybe the most excited I've been to record an episode because you might remember I already did an episode on self-confidence many moons ago, back in November or December, if you haven't listened to that one and you'd like to, I will list it in the show notes, just a direct link straight back there. But that episode received a lot of love and for good reason, because this is something that's really important. And I did promise in that episode that we would speak more about our bodies and how to love and respect them in a more direct way than what that episode contained, because it was a little bit broader. And now we here and I'm so thrilled to be here and I'm so thrilled to be with you and I think it's time that we start with our mindful moment. Hello you good thing. I am so glad that you're here with me today and I'm so looking forward to us speaking about what we're going to speak about this week because I feel like this episode was meant to find you. And as you know, when you listen to The Sunshine Project, we always start with a mindful moment. We always start by making sure that we're here and we're present and we're grounded and our breathing isn't shallow or laboured and our backs are straight and our hearts are open. And to get us there this week, the first thing that I'd like us to do together is take a big deep breath of air. Start now. I want you to feel those lungs all the way up and hold and breathe it out. There we go. Did they expand? Let's do it again. We're going to fill those lungs with a deep breath in. We're going to hold it. We're going to breathe out all the worries and the stress and the day. We're going to breathe out the day and we're going to breathe in some hope and optimism and some good vibes. That's what we're breathing in with this big breath. Hold it, 
hold on to those good vibes and then out is everything we don't need. Now we're going to stretch out our bodies in whatever way feels good. You know how to do it. If you're standing, stretch those legs, stretch that spine. If you're sitting, still just stretch that spine and give your arms a little a little rolly circle motion around the wrists and the hands. We're getting limber and loosey-goosey. And we're still doing those deep breaths. And we're breathing in that golden good intention. And we're breathing out whatever we need to get rid of. And one more deep breath in. Hold. And a big breath out. There we go. So we're here physically. We are in this together. And today I wanted to start the episode by getting us in the mindset of being kind to our bodies and our faces and ourselves. And I'm going to be speaking a lot about you as a person and a body and a face and a mind. But for this mindful moment, we're not going to think about you. What I'd like you to do right now while you're here with me is I'd like you to picture someone that you love. Go on, it can be anyone. It can be a partner, a parent, a friend, someone you've lost, someone you've gained, someone you've got. I want you to hold their face in your mind's eye. What do you see when you see them? I want you to picture their face and their body now, all of it. I want you to imagine them happy and glowing and looking at you in the way that makes you feel so special and so loved. Now I imagine that when you picture that person, you're not filtering them, you're not airbrushing them, you're not nipping and tucking at their waist. Maybe one of the most beautiful things about them is the way that their eyes crinkle as they smile at you. Maybe it's the way their brow furrows as they take in something that you say. Maybe it's their soft, snuggly arms. Maybe it's their limber, graceful legs stretched out. All of them in all of their magic and their mess and their glory and their humanness and their imperfection. That person that you love, that you picture so clearly, that you see there in front of you, they're enough, aren't they, just as they are. They don't need editing. They don't need tweaking. They're glorious and they're human. And I know you are so grateful for them. And that grace that you feel when you picture them, that generosity, that appreciation for their glorious imperfection, I want you and me to carry that with us into today's episode. We're going to be as gentle with ourselves as we are with the people that we adore. We're going to be kind and we're going to be patient And we're going to be honest and we're going to love every second of it so hard 
because we know in our heart of hearts that there is someone out there who would draw us to mind when they think about someone that they love and that they're not airbrushing or filtering or editing away. It's all of us and it's glorious. And with that in mind, I'm feeling quite mindful. I hope that you are too. Let's begin today's episode. So I mentioned in the intro that we were going to discuss body positivity versus body neutrality and how I kind of got from one to the other and what that looks like. So, you know, I like to bring some sources and some receipts and some research in and the research that I'm relying on to explain this little bit of the episode to you is actually a paper that was done by the Cleveland Clinic. It's called Body Neutrality versus Body Positivity and it was published in 2022. And the way that they speak about body positivity is essentially that it's an idea of radical acceptance that is calling for bodies of all types to be celebrated and accepted regardless of weight, gender, skin tone or physical ability. The way that they speak about body neutrality, on the other hand, is the idea that a person doesn't have to love their body unconditionally, which is, you know, a hallmark of body positivity, but instead they don't think about it positively or negatively. They are simply grateful for what it does. They're grateful for how it gets us to where we need to go. So body positivity focuses on cultivating acceptance through a positive body image through unconditional self-love, whereas body neutrality doesn't involve constant positivity, but rather an acknowledgement and appreciation of all the things that the body can do regardless of what that looks like, regardless of what the body looks like. And you might wonder... If you need to pick one or the other, you might think one aligns with you more than the next, one appeals to you more than the next. And what I would like to say up the very top here is that both can exist. And I actually think that probably body positivity is the first step towards body neutrality. I'm hesitant to speak for everyone, but this has been my experience and it's been the experience of a lot of people that I admire who speak in this space. It's also quite a realistic experience. And I suppose the reason that it's a realistic experience is because, you know, the pendulum needs to swing from one side to the other before it settles in the middle. You might have experienced that in other ways with other parts of your identity or untangling things you'd learned or working out who you are as an adult, the pendulum does tend to swing quite far before it settles because if the pendulum, you know, if the pendulum swings to the middle, then it's going to settle back somewhere towards where you began. And in terms of being kind to our bodies and loving our bodies and accepting our bodies, I think there's got to be some form of like, holy shit, I look so good. I feel so good. I am so worthy just as I am before we can get to a place where we think it actually doesn't matter. It actually doesn't matter because you can tell yourself things until the cows come home. Like you can insist to yourself that you don't mind how your body looks. You are just moving through the world in it. 
Your body's just a vessel, but unless you believe that deep down to your bones, then saying it and thinking it is not going to mean a thing. So the thing is that body positivity and body neutrality are both important. People will tell you that they are not important. People will tell you that they're irresponsible. People will tell you that you're promoting all sorts of things by heralding body positivity especially as something to aim towards. And when I say people will tell you that, I mean that people have told me that because as I said, I used to share a lot about my thoughts on this subject. Really the only reason that I stopped aside from finding body neutrality to be something that I aligned with more now is the fact that my body has changed since I was sharing a lot of that content and I always want to be very respectful of the fact that, you know, as my body shifted towards a place that is more societally acceptable, I was not the person who should have the platform to speak on these things in the way that I once was. I would never want someone to see the things I'm posting and be like, well, if you felt insecure about that, then that must mean that I should feel insecure about that. That has never been my aim. And I would just like to note that the reason that my body has changed in that way is because of the medication that I take for my uh, dopamine distribution deficiency which is ADHD. My ADHD medicine has just, yeah, seen my body change quite a bit. And when I did speak on body positivity, there were people that were really angry about it, that were really loud about it. I think one of the most defining moments for me in realising that it's actually really important and really valid, despite the people that were angry and yelly and shamey and nasty about the whole thing was when someone who was very rude to not only me, but the people in my comment section on an Instagram post where I was wearing my bathers, you know, this person was commenting under my audience's comments and my followers' comments and and saying unkind things about them through the lens of that this person was trying to help them be better yeah, I got in a bit of a row with this person a couple of years ago because of that. Like, I don't care what you say to me, but what you say to the people who follow me and who engage with me and who are open to having these conversations with me, yeah, you got to be careful of that because I will, I will fight for them. And I did fight for them and this person didn't really listen and they insisted that it was unhealthy and that it was irresponsible and that it was ridiculous of me to think that living in a world where people felt good in their skin was a world that was actually healthier and more constructive and more conducive to nourishment and health and wellness and all of that. Like, this person didn't listen to me, but they did end up getting charged, criminally charged, because they were claiming to be a dietitian and they were not registered. They were charged because their personal training regime that they were providing to their clients was found to provide inaccurate and unsafe plans to consumers, which were fundamentally flawed, not backed by science, inappropriate, unsafe, and not developed by a dietitian. And it was found that the diet plans that they were providing to people would have had a significant decline in the nutrient status of some major micronutrients 
and involved to their clients a great risk to developing iron deficiency and potentially anemia if the plan was followed for more than a month. So this this person that was in my comments telling my audience that loving themselves and being kind to themselves and treating themselves with a little bit of tenderness and a little bit of respect was unhealthy and unsafe and unlikable ended up in being found formally to be providing people with advice that was the very same. And yeah, I guess that's when I realized there's something behind this. Like the people who are fighting against body positivity and then later body neutrality are people with a horse in the game. And I know it's a little bit bold, but I would like to talk about that a little bit more now, if I may. Body positivity and body neutrality are both important. They can coexist. And the reason that they need to exist is because we grew up being shouted at by magazines and movies and media that our bodies are not thin enough, not toned enough, not buff enough, not tanned enough, not curvy enough. This was all while our brains were still malleable and eager to soak up any guidance that promised to lead us in the direction of normal and acceptable, and enough. Within every headline that taunted an actor's weight gain, or zoomed in on grainy photos of a pop star's nightmare breakout, or shared exclusive details from an A-lister's ex-husband about how being in bed with them at night felt like cuddling a hunk of gristle, there was a reminder. For every face so photoshopped that it was devoid of pores, which we need, by the way, to hydrate our skin and keep it lush and regulate our temperatures and release toxins and keep us alive, there was a reminder. You are not normal. You are not acceptable. You are not enough. But why? Who benefits from us all pulling our tops down over our tummies and from us referring to birthday cake as naughty and from seeing grey strands of hair as something to hide rather than a silvery sign of wisdom and experience and the magical truth that we are lucky enough to be getting older in a way that not everybody does. Why? It's money. And I wish it wasn't money. I wish it wasn't money because it makes me sound so cynical. But I need to be honest and realistic about this. The weight loss industry alone in Australia was worth $483 million in 2023. 40% of Australians are unhappy with the way that they look, according to research done by the Butterfly Foundation last year. And according to that same research, one in two Australians rarely or never speak positively about their appearance. But why? Who benefits? Who makes the money? Where is that going? I can tell you who and I can tell you why. The money goes to the skinny teas that make people shit themselves because they're full of laxatives disguised as wellness. The money goes to appetite suppressant lollipops peddled by the richest people 
on social media who also happen to have weight loss surgery and personal trainers and dietitians and everything at their disposal to look the way that we've always been told we need to look. The money goes to apps, subscriptions to things like Facetune that make us feel like we are enough, normal, acceptable, perfect, enough. The money goes to the makers of creams that promise to firm and tighten our bums or our brows or our cheeks. The money goes to undies that suck us in and pull it all together. The money goes to huge corporations that peddle out pills and potions and unused gym memberships that we hold on to because we feel guilty. If we don't, we feel like we're not doing enough to try and change to be enough. And all of this stuff is not only a waste of our money. It is not only us sending our money down a drain along with our happiness. It is also a waste of our time. It is a waste of our lives. Because I want you to imagine for a second that you are 90 years old. You are 90 years old and you are still on track and aligned with all of the things that we have been told our entire lives to feel about our bodies, the vessels that carry us through this life. I want you to imagine you at 90, realizing that you have no photos with your children when they were young because you didn't like the way that your eyes crinkled when you smiled. I want, you to, I want you to imagine that you're 90 and you went years without having dessert, not because you didn't love it, because you love dessert, but because you felt bad about yourself every time you enjoyed and indulged in that. I want you to imagine that you're 90 and you've missed the last 70 years of summers at the beach. You've missed... 70 summers worth of splashing around and being in the sun and lying on the sand and enjoying nature and all of it because you didn't like the way that you looked in your bikini or your bathers. That is so much wasted time. That is a wasted life and for who? Because we could spend the time that we spend staring in the mirror and pulling our faces tight, we could spend that time that we spend googling different weight loss supplements or vitamins or gym routines or how other people look and why it makes us feel the way that it does. We could spend that time growing flowers. We could spend that time being with our friends. We could spend that time making art or baking or walking or hiking or riding or just using our bodies to do wonderful things with this life. And that, for me, is what body neutrality is about. I see body neutrality as being like, this is what I've got. Look at all these wonderful things that I can do with what I've got. And everyone's abilities are different. Everyone's capabilities are different. But we can all do some 
bloody wonderful things with these bodies of ours. The way that they work, if, if we take a second to just consider all of the things that have to happen for us to make it through a day, all of the clever little functions, everything, every glorious element of these bodies moving us through the world that lets us do the things that we can do, that is magnificent and marvellous and magical. It is magical. And so it doesn't sound very neutral, but that's where I've landed on body neutrality. It is, this is the vessel, this is what I've got, and aren't we lucky to have what we've got? So body positivity is the pendulum swinging back on everything I've just spoken about. It is swinging back on everything we've learned and everything we've internalized and everything that has become ingrained in us through generations and generations of our mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and these beliefs that have been passed on to us like an unwanted gift, like something used and grubby and tatty pushed onto you when your parents are moving house and they say, but you need to take this, it's important, it's old, it's an heirloom, it's from the family. No, we don't. And if handing that back looks like loving ourselves, it looks like celebrating our bodies and feeling like that little heart on fire emoji, then what a good place for the pendulum to swing. And eventually, it may swing back to a place of neutrality. It may swing back to a place of, yeah, I, you know, my body is fine, but look at what it can do. It may stay somewhere that's quite positive because as I speak about this with so much passion and so much heart that I feel like it's just bursting out of me, I realize I still do feel really positive about my body. And goodness me, I bet that helps me get through some days or some moments that otherwise would be really, really difficult. A world in which we are kind to our bodies and we treat them with love and grace and acceptance and we nourish them instead of punish them and we let ourselves feel good about them just as they are, that's a world that's a little bit happier and a little bit more constructive, and a little bit more full of people who are creating beauty rather than tearing ourselves down. And that is a world I want to live in. I hope it's a world you want to live in too. My love, on Wednesday, we are delving into the biggest sunshine toolkit ever, because you know now why body positivity and body neutrality and self-love and self-care are important. You know why it's important that we know all of it and we feel all of it and we don't even worry about any of it because it's so natural and normal to us. And in two days' time, we are going to talk about how to get there. We're going to talk about what that looks like in practice. We're going to talk about all of the tools and hints and tips and recommendations that I have gained over years and years of really caring about this and how you can access them too. I love you, good human. If you enjoyed this episode or if there's someone that you feel needs to hear it, there are two things you can do about that. One is you can share it with someone who deserves 
to feel good about themselves, someone who deserves to treat their bodies with kindness, someone who deserves to know that other people think of them and light up at the thought of their perfectly imperfect faces and tummies and legs and all of it. And you can also subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to it because I love making this content for you. I love thinking about it. I love sharing it. And when you subscribe, that means that I can do this for a long time yet. And I would love to do this with you for a long time yet. Okay. I'll speak to you soon. Good human. Goodbye. This podcast was recorded and edited on Ghana land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land.